switch Should we sides? switch sides? <laughs> we got to. I, I would still like turn that way. Can we try it? Do you want to try and switch sides? Yeah. All right, guys. This is already a weird episode. Let us know if you hate it. We're going to switch sides because Alex's hip has been hurting. It's like I dig my hip into... I like how we're doing this on camera. <laughs> um, into, uh, oh, my God. This is so much better. I hate this. Yes, better for your body. But, like, this feels so weird. Here's your phone. Thank you. I dig my hip into... Like, I put all my weight on my left hip when I'm sitting there. And it just, like... I already have bad and hip problems and it's just it was getting really bad so this feels this sinks in more on this side yeah because we always have so much like weight over here this is uh, you guys can't tell on camera but this side of the couch is like an l so this is like that's the comfy spot it's the comfy spot so it's really sunken in right here hi guys welcome back to advice my name is alex coat my name is kristen mcty and i don't know if i can do this i like i feel like i can't focus right now <laughs> oh, hi. okay i could do this you now. could do Link's it now here. yeah link likes that spot too Oh, her hip is going to hurt. Her hip does hurt. Link has laid weird all her life because when she was a puppy, she tripped over. She was like running into the house and we used to have this like brick step. She tripped over it, literally like did a somersault as a puppy Aww. and like never laid the same again. I think she like actually hurt something when she was just a bait. That's why she rows when you touch her like back leg. She has trauma. <laughs> trauma in the body. The body. The, the body, body keeps, keeps the score. score. <laughs> And then she got in a car accident and it hurt her back legs too. And yeah, I think she just, she like, wasn't hit by a car by the way. Oh yeah. She was in a car. There was an accident. Um, and then she got out of the car and ran and we lost her for hours. We were at Coachella. Holy fuck. That was the worst. We were at Coachella. Nothing we could do. I like remember getting the call. Yep. Well, Scott called because remember he was at yeah. the Fanjoy house doing a photo shoot. Yep. And he was like, hi. I was like, how's the shoot? He's like, don't freak out. Boom. I immediately knew. Done. Colleen, his assistant at the time. Colleen just called me. They got in an accident. Can't find Link. <sighs> I freaked out beyond belief. I had I had back-to-back panic attacks. Like I would come out of it and then boom, go back into yeah. it. Like it was like a, a wave of emotion. There was nothing I could do. We couldn't even get on the road and go back to LA because we had been drinking. Yeah. And it was just like a waiting game of just constantly calling Colleen. And she's like, we're still walking around. Still can't find her. Posted all of her social media. Uh, I called literally everybody I knew who was still in a in LA, but it wasn't a lot thing. of people because yeah. everybody was at Coachella. Was Coachella. <laughs> so I think the only people I was able to get a hold of at the time um, were uh, Carly and Aaron because yeah. they, they didn't go to Coachella, and then Corinna and um oh and Elton yes and Elton oh yeah Elton was on it, um but I remember. I call, when I called Corinna, she was like randomly with Alyssa Violet and I had never <laughs> ever had an interaction with her uh, at that point. And I remember just, I was hysterical on face. I'm like, Corinna, I have to find Link. And she's like, I'm, I'm with Alyssa. Alyssa's like, hey girl, don't worry. I was like, thank you. Like I just, a fucking emotional a wreck. wreck. And that was my first or her first impression of me. So oh. yeah, we found Link. She's right here, guys. Don't worry. Oh, you're just a pain. I kind of fuck with this. I hate it. <laughs> this cannot be a thing. Let's do, let's do like, why don't we go back and forth like a month? I just need balance. Yeah. You know, this is only like, should I get one, a hip replacement? One hour of our week. <laughs> I think we can rehabilitate your hip other ways. Oh, baby. No, she smells so bad. My hand smells like Firestone tires. <laughs> 
I went on a date last night. Oh yeah, holy fuck! Tell them about your little date. I wish I kind of wish we would have waited. You would have waited to tell me. Oh, so we should have done that. Yeah. I don't fuck, we didn't do that. Um. Well, I actually went on two dates this week. I don't. Okay. So the first one, I went to the Rangers game with a friend. And first of all, never don't know a thing about hockey. Never. I think he was at a Ranger game probably like a month ago and I DM'd him and I was like, damn, that looks hella fun. Like, I want to go. Okay. And, uh, or I said like, let's go or something. And he ended up, I think I had mentioned this in last week's episode. He ended up DM or texting me, um, like a week ago or around the holidays and sending me a, a schedule for the, the Rangers games. Oh. And I picked a date. We ended up going. It felt more... Like a friend vibe. Yeah. I just like think that's how it's going to be with this guy. I mean, that, that's the foot you guys yeah. started on was just like party vibe. And then, I mean, a game, yeah, it's not a club, but it's definitely still like a rowdy environment. Right. It's not like a nice dinner where you can sit and talk about like, like no. how you grew up. And it didn't really seem like we had that kind of connection anyway. Yeah. You know? Like it was, it was definitely more of a, of a friend vibe to me. But last night, I literally can't stop thinking about it. I went on a, like an actual date with the guy that I had hung out with the week before. I met him out with like a group of friends and we really hit it off. And last night we went to this place called Ye's Apothecary. Tell him you saw <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's a really cool spot in Lower East Side. In the New York City. On the Lower East Side. Um, in the New York City. Oh, she looks so oh, cute. She's my babe. You struggling? <laughs> Are you hungover? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Now they know. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really hungover. Um, so we walk in and I see a face that looks familiar and it's almost like, wait, do I know that guy? But I don't because right. it's LeCou. We Le- still don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew. L-I-C. He's look. Le- Lico or Lico, I don't know. L I C O U T Lico. on Lico. Look, look, I don't know. On TikTok, um, Christian has a big crush on that guy. He's so cute. So if you're watching and if you're Andrew Lico, oh my, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> no, so I I sit down on the table and I was like, fuck, I have to tell Kristen right away because she's gonna freak out. So I sit down at the table and we pull out our phones to like scan the QR code for the menu and I use that opportunity to t- I texted you right away all caps look who is here I, I responded immediately yep. I said, stop um but I, yeah I should have came I know Darn. you should have just like showed up <laughs> can you imagine um it was nice we had like a full dinner and then we went to a couple bars after and then we ended up at this like warehouse bar party in Brooklyn met up with a whole group of friends and just like dance the night away, dance the night dance away. the night away. It was so great. You s- so you said it was disco. Was it disco music or just like theme? Uh, no, I don't think it was disco. It was like oh. a da- I said a dance party. Oh, dance. Okay, my bad. I don't. I didn't know any of the music though. I th- it was just oh. like a DJ. What type of music was it to not know it? Well, it was like just like instrumental like dancey music. Just like it wasn't like songs you could sing. Okay, you know it was what I mean? literally just like music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something in like The Sims. Like they're just everyone was just sim dancing. Like, <laughs> uh, no, I fully have a crush though. Isn't and, that crazy? And then we're gonna see him again tonight. Yeah. So he texted me this morning and he was like, uh, "Is it okay if I want to see you again today?" <laughs> so what a like, good approach. Yeah, I like that. It's it's him already being like, "Is this crazy?" Right. But no, I think he worded it. Is it bad that I want to that I want to see you again, or is it bad that I already want to hang out again? <laughs> and I was like, "No, that's not about it." Or wait. Let me read it. My response was good because I was still a little drunk. 
Okay, it's not that crazy. It's not that good. I just thought it was good in the moment. Um, <laughs> this is fire. Uh, he said, is it bad? I want to hang out again. I said, nah, I was thinking the same thing. He said, nah. <laughs> N-A-H. <laughs> yeah. You're so annoying. Nah. Nah. G-N-A. <laughs> nah. G- G-N-A-W. <laughs> Please mark at the camera. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> Please like zoom in on her no, face. No. Pixelate me. This whole, this whole episode. Turn it, turn it. Put us into Sims. Ooh, that'd be sick. She damn near can though. Lily could do anything. Do you guys know? No, you didn't. Now you do. Lily and I have the same birthday, and our dogs have the same birthday. That's so cool. I was gonna. <laughs> I almost said, "What's her birthday?" <laughs> um, that's all I have to say about the date. Last night I didn't do anything. So that's well, my update. You had a little sushi self-care night. Yeah, right? I, I ordered from a new place. It was pretty good. Um, it was really good off the bat, and then I started feeling icky. So I don't think oh. like, the quality was very oh. good. But the flavor was good. Okay, what would you get? I got, it was called Cloud Nine Roll. I <laughs> love, I live for the names of sushi rolls. <laughs> Me too. They're for no reason. They're, I actually recently found out that, or found out, like made the connection why Philly rolls are called Philly rolls. Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I, that's my order. And, and you, I didn't know that. You just for, thought it was like. just thought it was a name. state. No, Wait. Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is not a state. It's a city. It's a city. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> what did I think the other day? That was it Delaware? Or, I don't know. The other day we were talking about a city that I thought was a state. I don't remember what it was. We're going to look at each other for way too long and get distracted. Um, but I was between cloud nine roll or sexy salmon girl. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick sexy salmon girl just to like for the just vibes. Just to do it. Yeah. Cause it had, uh, there was something weird it had in it that just sounded gross. And the other one had fish eggs and I like fish eggs. So I, if you're in the LA area, go get, what, what's the place called? Um, uh, Ahi Sushi. Ahi Sushi. In and Sherman get Oaks. the, the, how, the luxury, luxury halibut roll. I still th- dream about that roll. It is the best roll I've ever had at a sushi place. And I've I've had five-star sushi. I've had two-star sushi. Like, all types of sushi I've had. Nothing has ever topped that fucking roll. It is so good. It's yellowtail. Oh, so bad. And it's <clears throat> topped with cilantro. And it comes with a side of, like, a yuzu lemon sauce. Mm. It's just, oh, or lemon juice. It's literally, yeah, it's like, literally like, juice. Like, juicy lemon yeah but it has it has umami in it somehow maybe it's like a little bit of miso i don't know but it's so good it is the best thing in the world alex and i would literally get it like three times a week at least Mm -hmm. and it's kind of expensive i think it was like a 24 dollar roll but it's just my mouth no it's so good watering and i haven't had it in like a year also, if you're <gasps> ever in Tahoe, there's a sushi plot place right in the uh, Ralph's parking. I think it's Ralph's Safeway. I don't know. In the parking lot, that's a really good sushi place. So go there. Is Just Ralph's sushi Rex in Northern California? Yeah, I think it's. I'm yes. so like backwards now. I know because. Oh, sorry, Rayleigh's. 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 But parking is that? Lot. I think that's it. Maybe it's Safeway. I think it might be Safeway where we went in the morning and got. Yeah. I think it's Safeway. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're there's there, your there's Rex. a sushi. Yeah, there's a sushi <laughs> spot kind of in that parking lot it's so fucking good um but yeah we're going bowling tonight with a whole crew and i love how competitive he gets Ooh. yeah i'm gonna it's kill great. him 
Okay. I get really competitive, <laughs> so this is going to be... I was going to say competitive off a competition. There's already a word for that. Um, the first night that we hung out last week, we went and played pool. And I was like talking a mad game. I was like, oh, I'm so good at pool. Because I could either be really fucking good or I'm really bad. And it's black and white. Yep. And you never know what you're going to get. No. Um, and I ended up being really bad. And he was like, you're, you're just talking shit. Like, <laughs> Did you talk shit about bowling already? Yeah. Uh-oh. I know. Because I'm really good or really bad. You have nails. I know. And he, he asked me. He was like, I have a question. And I got kind of nervous. Oh, God. It's like going to go like about an X or something. Right. Shit. And he was like. He was like, how do you bowl with those naily things? Naily things. <laughs> and then sent the nail emoji. <laughs> like the leg like hands. nails right now, too, because they're pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these nail check. Oh, God. Nail check. I just took mine all off last night. They need, I just, they're not, they're not the same. They're not, yeah. They're not the same as our old nail lady in LA. If you're in LA and you need a nail wreck after Ooh. you get sushi, Go Modern Pamper, Modern Pamper Salon on Cahuenga, um in North Hollywood. Go to Katie, K-A-T-Y. She is the best thing in the world. And, and literally tell her that Alex and Kristen sent yep. you. She'll hook She'll it cry. Up. She'll cry. Oh my God. I wanted to see her so bad when we went to LA in October. But she but was out of town, right? She, yeah. She was out of town for like a month and she wasn't getting back until we were leaving. And I purposely like took my nails off before that trip so I can get them done and have like a set with her. And she just wasn't there. I, I just consider nails like a medical treatment for me at this point, because if I don't have nails, you guys, I will chew my like natural nails down at the bone. It's, it's such a bad habit that I just can't break. Me and it's, too. it's gross. Like, especially out here in New York, like I don't retention shit on like yeah. the subway with the open wounds. Yeah. I know. I went ham last night. I'm the same way. It's just lately. Ugh, ow. I, I've been liking short nails. I, I didn't have nails for like a month before I got them done last. I got them done for New Year's. Uh, that was my last set. And before that, I hadn't had them for a month. And I really liked it like physically. Holding like, Holding stuff. things. Typing. Shuffling cards. Shuffling cards is a big one. Uh, that's mainly it. Obviously, I do as far as aesthetics, I, I like nails more, but I just, I didn't like living with them anymore. So you do get crazy long ones. I do. I could just change up the shape. I, I don't know, but I really like the long, I like that shape on my hands. Like it looks so good with like my tattoos and like the size of my fingers. Here, let's try something. You can take off your nails. This is not going to work. There. What is that like? That's too short for me. Really? For me. They look good on your hands. I just mean like no, my I fingers. Know, but your hands are really warm, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like when it's like throbbing. It's warm. <laughs> I'm not clammy though. No, no, okay. no, no. You're just like warm. I was I'm a little. Cold. I was a little nervous. I'm feel me. I'm cold. I don't think I have blood. Bloodless bitch. Bloodless bi <laughs> what a diss. <laughs> you bloodless. You blood sucking bitch. You bloodless bitch. You bloodless slut. Slut. You. You crazy dirty, whore. You, you dirty, dirty whore. What's the worst thing you could say to me right now? <laughs> you. 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 Why I oughta. <laughs> you. You. Alex. Alex. <laughs> you, you never say my name. Fucker. Yeah, I do. I feel like you don't. I do when you like shock me. Alex. Okay. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's like the only cadence I say it. I'm not right. going to be like. Hey, Alex. 
actually, no, I did today. I said, Alex, I'm going to 10,000. Do you want anything? Oh, because I was in the shower and you like needed my in- attention. I could have said, hey. Right. You don't say my name. You do, <laughs> you do not say my name. Try it. <laughs> Kristen. Right? <laughs> yes. How do you pronounce it? Kristen. Kristen. Should I say your name more? I don't know. I feel like that's the thing with friends. You just don't say your friends' names. No. Another dilemma that we we fall into a lot is when we're talking to other people about mm. each other. Do and like, oh yeah, I'm I'm home right now watching a movie with my roommate, like or or my best friend forever, my my BFF, my best friend since we were kids, my friend. My Sounds friend. a little That's like, like you're little very far away. away. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> she's here, you know. Yeah. But I don't want to like I want to say roommate because I want them to know that you live with me. You live with me. But if I just say, oh, just like with my my best friend, it's like, oh, you're occupied. You're hanging out with someone right now. Like, yeah. I'll let you go. But it's like, no. She and just like lives this here. is this is quality time. Right. Best like I'm interrupting. Is, right. But, but like, it's not. No. So, so what, what do you call you? each other? <laughs> with my couch With mate? my Kristen. With, with <laughs> someone. No, because no, that's, that's ambiguous. No, that's really ambiguous. <laughs> Watching a movie with someone, with 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 my with my roommate who's also my best friend, Kristen. I that's actually what I end up saying. Really? I end up saying my roommate, but she's also my best friend, and I never know what to say. I just end up explaining. I, yeah, that I, do I don't that a lot know what too. to call you. I do that a lot too. I guess that's all we have to do now. Okay, enough about whatever the fuck the <laughs> first fifteen minutes of this episode is. Uh, let's get into song of the day and what we are wearing. Um, I went to Urban Outfitters a couple days ago yesterday. And they had 50% off of their sale. And mm. I got these socks for a dollar. What's on them? They're little mushrooms. God, they look good quality. They look like... They're thick. They're called like boot super socks. socks. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> boot socks. Oh, what's that one? An angle. Yeah. Oh, what? wait. Because it was probably printed, like folded. Oh. And that's the cap to the mushroom. So it's just a silly design flaw silly. that they could have... That's why it's avoided. a dollar. Right. Um, and I'm also wearing these green sweats that Kristen got in like a mystery box. Oh, yeah. Remember? I forget the name of the company. Keep talking. I'm going to find it. <laughs> um, they're like really short on me, so I don't really wear them out. Um, but they're a really good green color. And then I got this cropped zip up from Urban. Completely overpriced. It was I mean, like, yeah. It was probably like $60. It was. Yeah. But like it's a really good fit and it's cute. And it's crop. And then this, God, I'm just like an urban outfitter billboard right now. Our whole um, generation. This like black tank. But I only like their basics. Me too. Like I'm, I don't go I don't for really like go the into their style like big pieces. pieces. They're not, they're not like on trend anymore to me. No, it's all like. Maybe we're just getting older. Oh. oh. Probably. Probably. That's why I like. Just like the basics. Yeah. yeah. I like went into the fitting room. <coughs> yeah. Clear your throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I went into the fitting room with like five like different pieces, walked out with the fucking crop sweatshirt, but whatever. It's cute. Um, I think I'm going to wear it tonight with my new shoes. Ooh, I got oh, a pair cute. of, um, but we're bowling. So don't let your shoes carry your outfit is all I'm saying. No, 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 no. They don't. They don't. My pants carry my outfit. You'll see. Matters. I got a pair of vintage docks from Fat Cow Vintage. Check them out on Instagram. They're such cute shoes. They're so cute. So cute. Um, I can't wait to wear them. I'll... Show you guys probably never because we don't wear shoes here. 
Let's start um, wearing shoes and we'll switch sides on the couch. Right. This is just a, cr- what is this podcast? I don't know. What are you wearing? Vi- Vice odd. <laughs> um, the place I got her sweats when I ordered that mystery box, it's a brand called Good Fair. And their whole inventory is just thrifted items. I don't know if they do it anymore, but back when I uh, ordered on it, it was a few years ago. I think it was like COVID, like right before COVID. Because I, I remember wearing yeah, I lived at Bonner. these sweats for a lot of right, quarantine. For 2020. Um, I paid, I think the whole box was like 50 bucks. And they just threw in like hoodies and sweats and tees. And they were they were all good. Pajama pants. It's all like thrifted things, but like cute still. What was I, what was I going to do? Oh, what am I wearing? Uh, I'm wearing these socks that Alex's mom actually got oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's this, like, animated girl with a dog, and it says, my dog is cool as fuck. <laughs> They're cute. so cute. They're actually, like, really comfortable, too. I like thin socks like this. I don't like too thick socks. And you then, would hate these. Yeah, I know. I would. Uh, big flowy pants from Princess Polly. They're they're Okay. I, I like wear them. I wear them a lot, but they're see through. Like I can't wear them outside. Like, oh. I'm wearing black underwear right now, and like you could very much see it. And then I'm wearing this little baby tee from uh, I think I got it from ASOS. Little yin and yang on the chest. This is my favorite cut tee. This is this Just like a little baby tee. Baby tees, and then like the high neck uh, tank tops mm-hmm. are like my two staple pieces I like on my body. So yep. This is one of my favorites. Every time I dry it, though, the arms get so small. Yeah, it's one of those, like, uh, stitching where it has no stretch. Like, zero. That's how my corn shirt is. Uh, like, a month ago before the holidays when I was working out every single day and I was, like, actually starting to build muscle, I couldn't wear the shirt. But now I'm losing my muscles so I can wear it again. Oh. Silver lining of not going to the gym. Still haven't been. You were been. swole. I was swole. I was freaking swole, but now I'm not, so... My baby tea fits again. Ooh, we should talk about the Coachella lineup. Okay. Frank Ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to look at it to n- remember. Everybody's re- releasing their lineups right now. I, I feel like so far, like Ugh. overall, I really like the Bottle Rock Me lineup. Too. I think that's the best one out right now. And Cautious is on that. Let's see. Bad Bunny, Blackpink, Frank Ocean. Those are the headliners. Gorillas. Oh, my God. Kate Chinata, Metro Boomin. Calvin Harris. Oh, yeah. But it's interesting. We were looking at it and it says at the bottom, like he's not a headliner, but it's at the bottom of the thing. It says returning to the desert, Calvin Harris, which I think he's going to have like some kind of special set. And you know why I think that is because he is the same font size as the headliners. Right. Yeah. But like put him put him but like just put him in the day. Like, or is, are, are we to assume he's Sunday since he's at the bottom? I don't know. I don't know. I, th- they've just never done this before. I've never, I've never seen that. Um, Really good lineup though. Uh, we'll probably end up doing weekend two. Last year we did weekend two and it, it was, was just such a vibe. So we went super last minute last year, as you guys Literally know. Literally like we booked four or like, five days before. Yeah. We probably booked the Airbnb like four days before. We looked back at that same Airbnb because we loved it. It was so cute. It was such a good like distance away from the festival, but it's like four times the price. Uh, weekend one. It's weekend, weekend two, too. Yeah. But weekend one, everything is just so expensive. It's crazy. And it's just, it's way more packed. I mean, it's, it's, weekend one is great. It's the first weekend. It's the kickoff. Everybody's excited. Everyone's like, the grass is green. Right. The grass is green. Everyone's like healthy. Like hasn't been in the desert for a week already. It is its own energy and it's a lot of fun. Like I'll never shit on it, but we can do, I mean, we talked about this back when we went, like it's, there's something very more chill. Yeah. It's not so like, who are you wearing? Who do you know? Like there's not even that many like 
because a lot of weekend one is like day parties outside of the festival, which it, weekend one is very packed with brands too. Yeah. Like it's all it's all about Palm Springs in general, and like like you said, what's going on outside the festival? And there's Neon Carnival Saturday night after the festival to like the hours in the morning. Whereas weekend two, you're just there to enjoy the festival music. And the crowds aren't as crazy. So you can actually like go look at the art and like right. go try the food, which kind of the best part of Coachella. Oh my God. Yeah. All the different food and the installations, like the mac and cheese, oh, yeah. the lobster mac and cheese. <sighs> so oh, good. So yeah. So big festival goers over here. Um, I think, I think we'll hit a lot this year. I hope so. Definitely Bonnaroo. Absolutely. Bonnaroo. Coachella. We're out here, right? Like, I mean, that flight's not going to be that crazy. Right. We're like closer to it than we were in California. My brother really wants to go to Bonnaroo. We got to do GovBall too. Yes. So GovBall last year was the weekend we had just moved here. And so, like so many people were like, oh my God, you're in New York. Like you have to go to GovBall. But our house was in shambles. Yeah. Like boxes everywhere. Just fucking moved across the country. And we were like, you know what? We'll do it next year. I couldn't fathom sending it at a festival right now and coming home to this. No. Like hell no you didn't even have a bed frame yet right like, or our bed was my bed was on the mat on the floor i think mine was too yeah and bought a friend oh my god yeah it's bad so i think we'll go this year because like now it's just down the road right we can where come is home it do you know governor's island oh which is that way okay yeah that way right there watch out you're gonna reveal our address oh yeah god we live in new york city <laughs> ship <laughs> i mean it's that way Ooh, my song of the day is flowers by miley cyrus it's so good it's so so good she is she's just a genius did you watch she's, the video yeah she's so good she's so creative she's so hot she's like her intention behind every song is very cool like she doesn't drop music often yeah. and it's always like everything she drops is a fucking banger yeah bangers get it oh yeah <laughs> my song of the day <laughs> is easily by bruno major oh cute the album name is a song for every moon that's a cute name do you remember b major yeah is that Bruno Major? Oh. Because he, B Major, like, stopped making music, I think. Uh, is it? I don't think so. Oh, no. No. D different vibe. <laughs> Ooh, B Major's good. Let's see. If I actually think it, like, is spelled different, too. Those are my, um. B-E-I? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Different, different guy. Different guy. <laughs> Does he only have two songs on his Spotify? This is not even his Spotify. Okay. It looks like it's. No, it's definitely like SoundCloud days. Yeah, I don't I don't even think he's got a spot. Look up B major. B E I. Is it M A E J O R? O R? Yep. Oh. Oh, is that him? Yeah, it goes by Major now. God, he's so cute. Yeah. Wait, is it? Yeah. Okay. Damn, he got plays. Yo, chill. He's kinda hot. No, he's so cute. DM him. No, I don't you know, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> Have some fun, Kristen. No. <laughs> No, I fuck hate fun. fun. Fun is bad. <laughs> fun is the devil's fun temptation. Fun equals bad. Just kidding. Okay, let's get into today's episode. But before we do that, we're going to take a... Qu oh, wait, we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> Never mind, guys. We don't have a sponsor today. I was on autopilot there. Did you see that? Oh, it's kind of embarrassing. It is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor today, guys. That's. I guess that's good for you guys. Is it annoying when we have sponsors? Let's get Let's get on track here. Uh, as you can tell by today's title... <laughs> today uh we're gonna be talking about just love but we're gonna tackle it from the aspect of readiness for love and knowing if your heart is open um this is as always as all our episodes are this is very relevant in our lives right now not only that we kind of like last week's episode with like routines and whatnot 
we're really approaching the subject with two different perspectives, like kind of polar opposite yet again. Yeah. Which is, I think, I think is good for you guys, right? Like you, you kind of get to see both sides and see where you fall in. At least that's what it seemed like in our response of last week's Patreon episode. You guys seem to like acknowledge the fact that like you're either Kristen or Alex, yeah. which is, which is really cool. Besides the select few you that were like, what? I never struggle with my routine. I'm like, okay, you're Jesus Christ. Um, see, girl. But yeah, so we just want to talk about this. It, it's, it's very relevant right now. We're um, both kind of like, now that we're settled into New York and meeting new people, we're both kind of um, realizing where our hearts are and yeah. like where we see ourselves in like on the relationship aspect. And we started kind of opening up to each other and like having these conversations about where our heart is. And I think, like you said, we have very different perspectives. All um, of a sudden. Right. All like, like this, this, I mean, we always, me and you, we always talk about everything and anything, but like this specific conversation of whether our heart is open or not is very new to us because you were in a relationship for a really long time. I was in a relationship for a really long time. It's just not something, I think it's new to us in general. Yeah. It's not something we've experienced before. No. Uh, about a year, we were about a year apart getting out of big relationships. So we, we did in the beginning have that same process together where like through the breakup, right. We finding ourselves again after being consumed in men for five plus years. And like, we had very similar relationships in the sense of like the way we loved them and how it kind of took over our individuality. And that's a very common thing in your early twenties. If you're in a relationship, uh, like a long relationship like that, it, it can, the years where you're supposed to be forming who you, you are, but you're, you're doing, doing it, it with someone else in a dynamic that's not really encouraging to be an individual right some relationships it works but generally I mean I, I know we're not alone in that it, it's it it's such like sponge years where like if there's someone next to you like you're bound to motion to them because you're in such like a goopy spongy part of your life so we experienced that together and then we've been single together and as you guys know um I've I've had Tanner in my life I almost said his name I always, I always still almost say his name. Like we were years down the line here and I still, we almost. And you know what? I don't think he has as much Tanner energy anymore. No. I think he grew out of that. Well, that, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, he's Tanner to you guys. But as you know, we have had like a, a crazy strong connection and we've explored that as much as we can, not living anywhere near each other. Uh, it started probably like end of 2020 until now. And He's lived in the Bay Area the whole time. I lived in LA for the beginning of it, now New York. And that that always been the extent of our connection other than the times like we see each other in person. It's just talking every day through the phone. And uh, as you guys also know, he was here for the holidays and he left. And I kind of had this feeling that I never had had before after he left where I was just like, Huh. feels different this time it's I don't know if it's because we don't have a idea of the next time we'll see each other so there's not like a you're not looking forward to you don't anything. have that in your head yeah like he he was also here in August when we had just kind of moved and we at that point we already knew he was coming back for the holidays so when he left it was it was easy I was like I'll see you in, I'll see you in a two, few months. three months like whatever but now I was hit with just like huh now what and I sat on it for a few days and it it just like I can't put it in words, but it just like tickled me a different way than before. And um, I brought it up to him and I was just like, I, I feel like really different right now. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and um, I ended up talking about it in therapy as I do everything else go- I'm going through and just 
kind of came to the conclusion that I feel really stagnant in uh, my connection with him right now. And uh, I, I don't really know what to do about it. And it's, I, I don't want to like give away all of my learnings right now because I'm still very much like processing it but um I finally just like brought it up to him and fully opened up to him about everything I was feeling and he kind of agreed and we both agreed that we're at like a stagnant point right now and it's just like as much as we want to be like end game like we we can't right now like I we don't live anywhere near each other we're literally polar opposite coasts of this fucking country and just like entertaining our connection over the phone can only do so much and as I've said on this podcast before like I I can't do long distance like I Mm. need I need to be able to like hang out and touch you and like see you and feel your presence and smell you yep and um uh yeah we we kind of just agreed that the we might just need to cut it off and uh let me rephrase that we do need to cut it off and we have cut it off so um that's kind of where I'm at right now I I feel really fucking weird and in therapy my therapist kind of held up a mirror for me and she was like if you guys were in the same zip code tomorrow, would you date him? I like really thought about it and my answer was no. And I don't know, I don't fully know why, but I felt like that was like a big tell all right there that like we need to cut off what's going on because like there's no foreseeable future of living in the same zip code. And if I could wave a, wave a magic wand, I still don't think I'd want to be with you. Like something's just off. I don't know what it is. So that's like really frustrating for me that I don't, it's like a control thing. I hate when I am going through something and I don't know why. So that's like where I'm at. And um, I I finally opened up to him, told him all about it, and he agreed. And we had that conversation like a week ago. And then a few days ago, we had a kind of a follow-up conversation. And I was like, I'm like really sad about this. Like I, I'm really sad, but not in the sense of like it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a resistance sad. It's like a, it's a feeling. Who would have thought? And he's been really encouraging about my decision of cutting things off because he sees my my like yearn to grow as an individual. And he told me something the other night that I never thought I'd hear him say. He literally said, you can let me go, um, which was like the weirdest thing to hear. I never, ever thought I'd hear that from him. And I I've always thought that's something I would never want to hear from him, but you needed it when he said it, it like did something to my brain. And I was like, Whoa, I, I like, I needed to hear that. I needed that release. I needed that to be out in the air as a possibility for both of us to know, because like as much as, as much as I uh, know we're on the same page, that was one thing that I obviously didn't want to do is hurt him. Right. But hearing that, like, he's okay with that. And he's aware of, like, your reasoning behind it. Right. Like, I I just need to, like, figure out individual stuff. And he didn't resist that at all. He didn't try and say, oh, no, no, like, I'll be there and help you through it. Like, what about us? Like, it was, he was very much like, I get it. This is what you need to do. And, like, I'm not, I'm not here to stop that. It was really big. It was, it was it was everything I needed to hear. So if you're a boy listening and you're going through this, like that's the kind of support that that's real fucking support. Like, Oh, like he's, he's literally perfect, but that's, that's the problem is 
the other side of things needs to be just as right use the word perfect but like we're not aligned like he's great he hits all my standards but I still need to do individual work and that's why we need to cut things off and that's the biggest tell-all when I mean you're experiencing this kind of connection and this kind of love with someone who in your eyes is perfect and haven't found a flaw and you have all these I mean you guys are each other's soulmates you say all the time and for it to still for your answer to still be no that's just like it's a huge I hope you find like comfort in that is what I'm trying to say that all of these things could be right but like this is the one thing that needs that's pushing you to focus on yourself and like to continue to grow your individuality yeah I find comfort that it's it's not like this these crazy it's not a question mark right I do I do find comfort in that but getting into today's episode I'm very uncomfortable with my lack of um my heart being open and to like life like it's not just like "Mm, do I want a boyfriend or not like that's not what this episode's about like I just this whole time finding this connection with him and being so sure of it but then still learning that my heart is not as open to life as I thought it was is really frustrating for me right now and that's kind of like that's where I'm at in my life sorry I just noticed this I'm gonna read you my my this is actually crazy she's drinking a cup of tea right now and uh, I literally like yoga tea puts little quotes on their tea bags what does it say Alex it says uncage your heart free your heart let it be wild (laughs) i don't know gross (laughs) that's crazy that's so gross uncage your heart i'm not even tripping there's something in my eye um so we're gonna talk about (laughs) we're gonna talk about our um openness our hearts we're going to talk about the anatomy of the heart. Right. We'll so start with the blood vessels. Let's start with the aorta. <laughs> the what? The, what's the... Areola? No. <laughs> Ariana? <laughs> what's the the aorta? That's the main... Artery? I, I, that sounds like a like Xenon character. <laughs> aorta, come here. Okay. See, I'm not as dumb as I think sometimes. You're not dumb at all. <laughs> The, my brain is absolutely mush right now. But the aorta is the main artery that carries blood away from your heart and the rest of your body. It's That's the main artery Whoa. is your aorta. I never, ever knew that. The more you know. Um, so, yeah, I feel like we just had to start that episode with this update before we got into this episode. I felt weird recording our routines episode because that was literally, like, still so fresh. I was like, ugh, like, these people... Just know like, everything about us, but they don't know this big detail right now. So I feel like yeah. I do feel better that it is now out in the open. Um, pretty much I just, we cut things off because I think I just need more space for individual growth. And that our relationship is taking up a lot of space that I need right now. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so on the contrary, my <laughs> best friend Alex. My roommate, Kristen. My roommate is... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, your Dougie. Yeah. I, there was a point after my relationship, I got out of a big relationship in 2018 and for a very long time, the thought of love made me feel very, um, it had a negative connotation relationships, love, like seeing couples. I only saw the bad Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to trust again and not just like people, 
trust myself, which I'm still working on. Um, but like trust that I don't want to sound like cliche and like, I don't know, trust that like love exists and like yeah. love is, I think anybody a, can relate to that after a breakup, a possibility. It's the last thing you think. I mean, your heart just got shattered. Of right. course you're going to think this is, I was it got very, shattered for a reason. Cause it's not fucking real. Right. I was very fragile. Um, I was very, I did, I didn't feel deeply like I didn't, I was very numb. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, because of, because of the relationship and like how it ended and everything that went on in the relationship. Um, I took a lot of that time to find out who I was. Um, I, I've talked about this many times before how I like really dove into reinventing myself that year after the breakup. Um, and there came a point where I started to like, I was, I mean, I felt happy about seeing like relationships and love. And I think that kind of like, gave me a new perspective on how relationships can be, especially coming out of what I had gone through. But like as an adult seeing relationships, yeah, because we have these like, I don't know, there's something different when you, with your brain when you're your high school love. I'm actually reading this book. I just started it. It's called Everything I Know About Love by Dolly. Dolly Parton. I hope. <laughs> Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton literally read like four pages so I have nothing to add about that but (laughs) but it's it started cute it's I think she talks about like relationships as they evolve through like when you when you get older oh cool and I don't know it felt like my relationship back in when I was like 20 it still felt like um a young love and it was 20 is fucking young right right but getting out of that and like seeing love in a new perspective made me excited for it so I think that was kind of like the switch I needed after I was going through like all this growth and I I knew getting out of that relationship that I needed to find who I was and for the longest time I looked at being single as a necessity and after I really started to like have this new perspective on love and relationships and getting out of the funk of the breakup I started to see that being single wasn't a necessity anymore and I think that was like my heart like cracked open a little bit yep like the Grinch yeah right <laughs> Literally like the Grinch. so that I completely re- relate to that process I feel like you re- really well just summarized the after breakup thank you because life I felt like it was cycle mush. no 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 that made a lot of sense don't worry and that's that's exactly what I went through and then once I hit that crack that you just ended on is when Tanner and I right. started and then now that relationship has held up yet another mirror Mm. that's like you got some more shit to work on before you it just happened settle down honestly yeah I don't I used to think him and I happened too quick but I don't I don't think that's that's not what I meant I, I meant like in your process of like your heart cracking open that kind of love was just like a deer in the headlights like it was like, like, I don't think you guys move too fast at all. I, I just mean like in your growth process and like, I feel like we have to dip our toes in like love and relationships after yeah. a big breakup like that. And I think you, I think you just felt a lot and a lot of love, which is such a good thing. Like, I don't want you to have like a, and I know you don't, but the love that you felt with Tanner and you still feel is such a good thing. But when you're going through that breakup, it's, it's hard and it like halts your healing after a relationship. Right. I, cause I mean, the reason we're done now is because it, it took up space, right? It took up space that I still needed. And I feel like that that's just like where I'm at right now is after breakup, five-year relationship mirror was held up. I did a lot of self work on things that I never 
like I scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. What now feels like the surface back then was life shambling. Right. And then now another person is holding up a mirror and I'm like, hold on, gotta go, gotta go do, do some more work. And like, I'm now I'm going to go even deeper. Like right. I've, it, it does, if I could really, obviously there are two different situations, two different loves, but like if I could zoom out and kind of put this into like game pieces, it feels like I'm like going down a slide and these are just like little, you know, when you're going down one of the slides at the, uh, playground and the nails yes and like scratches your back like i'm going through one of those right now. you hit a seam <laughs> i hit a seam in the slide you hit a seam and that's like what it is maybe i should go up because up feels a little more positive but you can't go up slides so i need a different analogy Gross. but you get what i'm trying to say backwards <laughs> rock climb no it doesn't seem as cool no, that's too much work yeah that's like what's the harness like your coping mechanisms yeah, wait, I like this analogy. Okay, so yeah, I'm rock climbing, but then... You're not a rock climber, though. No, I don't want to rock climb. Uh, you guys get it, right? You get it. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Life's a roller coaster. Life, Life is, is a highway. highway. <laughs> I'm ride it all night long. Also, I started to notice, like, after I got out of my, like, the trenches of the healing process of the relationship, I started, I put back on my, like, rose-tinted glasses, and I really started to look at life with my heart Mm -hmm. instead of my head, and... That's openness right there. Right. And I like started to see the joys and like all of the little things. And it gave me confidence in like who I was or like who I could be as a partner. And like, I don't know. I feel like when you go into like, I always say I wear my heart on my sleeve. And if you go into life with these rose colored glasses or with your heart first, instead of like being, how do I put this? Because like, I'm such like a logical and analytical person. But if you go in looking with your your heart first I feel like nothing could how do I put this it made me not afraid to get my heart hurt and that was a huge thing because I my heart was absolutely broken it sounds like what you're saying is I mean you're healing you're healing healing h-i-l-i-n-g really built back your self-esteem and when your self-esteem is healed and where it needs to be you then are able to let go of your past because you're so confident in your present and your future. And that's, that is, that is the pattern of healing right? Even in like all aspects of life. Even if you're healing from something that's not just like a romantic relationship, it's getting that confidence back that you're like, that's my past. I'm ready to start new. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this in therapy because that that's, that's what she brought up to me. And I was like, I appreciate what you're saying and I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that's where I'm at right now. It's not, my heart's not hurting in the sense of like, love isn't real. Like I know it's real. I feel it with him, but I'm in a place now where it's a me thing. Mm -hmm. It's this really weird other side of, um, heartbreak that is, is not, uh, the like traditional meaning of heartbreak. It's like, it's, it's like, I still have like the confidence in my self-esteem of my future. Like I know that all love again. I know, I know all these things. We even talked about that when we were having our conversation. Like he was like, if we start opening up our heart, like we can fall in love with other people and we need to make sure we're aware that like this can happen. And like, right. You know, like we're not gonna be able to be the same person in each other's lives. Cause we, we can fall in love with other people. It's like, I'm aware and I'm like, okay. To an extent with all of that, <laughs> it's more so like, I need to be in a relationship with myself, I guess. 
But then I go back on that. I'm like, I'm great at alone time. I, I did get that independence back after my first one. Like right. My first relationship. That that was the narrative that I had to really grow and come into is like my individuality, being comfortable with being alone, like all that I overcame. Now it's just like. what What more is there? I don't fucking know. And that's what I'm like going in circles about. Like something's just not connecting. So I'm just assuming I need to pull out of the situation. Mm. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. I feel like last year was the first year after my breakup where I was kind of in a lull again and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling any love in my life. And Mm -hmm. I, I kind of broke down to you on my birthday that I felt I, I had been feeling very alone and I felt very lonely for a lot of that year. And I think, um, I mean, I talked about the guy that I w- kind of had like a thing with and I had thought I like wanted to be in a relationship with him. And I think that was me like grasping. Fill in the void. Yep. Fill in the void. And I think for the first time this year or probably around like November, December, I like started to see, I think I was starting to settle down in New York and I started to see that my heart, I was going heart forward again. Like I started to feel the love in my life again. And I think that honestly started with therapy and they do be doing that. Yep. I think, I mean, it all lined up and it all happened like after my birthday that I started to feel like my heart started to crack open again. Mm -hmm. And going on dates and flirting, it's it it felt fun again and it didn't feel like motions, yep. you know. And I noticed that going on dates, I started to learn like a lot more about myself and I started to be really excited and curious about meeting other people and romanticizing these connections and not in the way of like, I'm going to marry this guy one day, but like appreciating, appreciating the connections that I was meeting, that I was having with people on every front, like of relationships, friendships. And I mean, these one-off dates that I have been going on, like no matter how long I'll be in these people's lives or they'll be in my lives, I'm like starting to appreciate these connections between these two people and like these souls. I don't know. I don't want to get like (laughs) doing that, but like, I don't know. I really started to see like feel the deeper meaning of like being in people's lives and people being in my lives. And it made me like really excited that my heart was seeing that and like involved in that and feeling all of those things. Mm -hmm. And after my date last night, I literally woke up this morning and I like I was laying down and I had like a check in and I was like, I, I do this after my dates like how did it go how did it really go right. how how did like you know because we can all we can always be like oh it's a it good day whatever it? was it yeah. um how did it go how did it really go and like how do you feel emotionally about it yeah and I felt like I literally felt my heart in my chest yep. for the first time in a really long time and it it's a really good feeling it's such a good feeling and I didn't and it's it's hard to describe because it sounds obvious like of course your heart's in your chest and you feel your heart and it's there but like I don't know there's really something about how like visually I feel my heart opening when I am in these like phases of my life because comparing it back to how I felt um last year even when I was dating this guy and I thought I liked him a lot and I was ready to get in a relationship I didn't feel that mm-hmm. my heart wasn't open so that's to compare, how you knew it was a void right that's how I knew it was a void and to compare the two feelings like I know my heart is 
like flourishing right now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's the product of healthy dating. The way you were describing your dating is like that, in my opinion, is that's what dating's for. It's mm-hmm. it's not just to like go find your person and all that. It's just seeing that like it's out there yeah. and like needing other walks of life and learning from them, whether it's about a standard that you have for your next person or simply just learning about a new perspective of a life from another human. Like that, this is all a product of you being open to these other humans and whatever they had to offer you big or small. Exactly. That that's the fucking goal. That's great. I'm proud of you. Like, thank you. That's, that's where I'm trying to be. (laughs) Like, that's why I'm in the situation I am in right now is because I've still not experienced that. And I don't mean this in like a, I just want to see other people. Like, trust me, I don't (laughs) like that. Yeah. It's not about me wanting to like fuck around with other people. I just know my development as an individual isn't where I want it to be right now. And I think I need to open up my heart to just life a lot more. And Mm -hmm. that's not just like a travel more, go to a new restaurant. Like it's finding that appreciation that, I was was talking about I know I should appreciate it so it's easy for me to talk about something right but it's the feeling that I don't have I can talk 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 all day I literally season three of this podcast (laughs) like I can talk all day but I'm I'm really noticing that I talk but I don't feel and I thought talking was feeling because I'm able to get it out in words right and sure to an extent it is but I don't physically feel that sounds scary, but like, take it lightly. But I get you. I don't, I don't physically like the, how you just described your heart thing. Like I, I f- feel that with one situation of my life. I want to feel that in all situations of my life. And, and that, that's, that's and it, the switch. Yes. Yeah. And I need to make space to feel that mm-hmm. because right now I, if I don't do that, I am consumed with just my connection with somebody across the fucking country. And that's just not sustainable. No, I literally just had to zoom out and be honest with myself. Like it's not going anywhere. Is this how you're trying to be until you eventually live in the same zip code, which you don't even know when that is. No, that's an easy answer right there. Cut it off. Like it's, it's not a way to live right now. I want, I want to feel and be present in my life right now, whatever that looks like. That doesn't necessarily mean going and dating. I just, I just need to like, open up in general i need to make space to be open to anything but i don't know how to do that so if you guys know how let me know that's literally where i'm at though like actually if you have advice i i know what i need to do i just don't know how to do it because alex and i also talked about this recently like i didn't i didn't grow up around love i didn't grow up around love at all so little Kristen, the foundation of me doesn't even know what i'm looking for but i know i need it so I talked about this in therapy too. Like I'm really frustrated with this side of healing because like I know where I need to be, but I, I don't have the confidence that I'll be able to recognize it Mm. because I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's like telling somebody, Hey, when you hear this song, blah, 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 text me. Uh, I've never heard that song though. So how am I going to know if it's the song that's playing right now? That's literally how I feel about my next phase of life. I'm like, okay, okay. But can someone like let me know what it's supposed to feel like? I don't know. I think you'll know when you feel it, which sounds obvious. Yeah. But what if I don't? That's what I'm really scared of is like, and I don't think that's necessarily like pessimistic either. Like that's. Yeah. It's a, that's a real, that's I, a real fear. I am a human that has never seen that. So what if I don't? It's a valid fear. You know, then I'll be the Grinch in real life. 
So I actually put up a little question box on Instagram and asked you guys, how do you know your heart is open slash ready for love? There are so many responses that are all over the map, which I'm really excited Ooh, for. Love that. There's, there's so many perspectives of this topic. That, that's why we want to do this episode. Like I, I need to know all the uh, potential outcomes mm, here of okay. perspectives and like how people feel about this because like you're the only person I really talk to about this and like kind of feel the same. Um, I'm just gonna start with the funniest one. <laughs> it was Richard. He said, love is fake. Just be a hoe all the time. Who cares? <laughs> Nothing is real. Facts. To an extent. No, I, I have this thought I think a lot. I, I think I might need to adopt that sometimes. Just like, fuck it. I think I need to go that avenue. I, I think, think I you need to have, yeah, I think you need to have a little bit of fuck it in your attitude. I do. Cause I over fucking analyze everything and I want to be the master of all emotions. I mean, that's it. That's exactly what I was trying to say earlier, but my <laughs> head's mush. You're brain forward right now. I stay brain forward. You're brain it's, forward. It's my, it is fully my coping. Yeah. Like I like to be brain forward and it's control. Yes. It's analytics it's finance it's mathematics <laughs> it's finance exactly i'm financially no, secure emotionally <laughs> no yeah there's there's some truth there so do i even need to read anymore uh this one is similar to kind of what you were saying uh when i knew i'd be okay no matter the outcome yeah that self-assurance but that doesn't really help me because that's not what i'm worried about i know i'll be okay but i, I don't know what okay is I just kind of had an aha moment. Ooh, love that. I love when that happens on this podcast. So a lot of these answers, I'm just going through these answers. We're sitting in a little bit of silence here. A lot of them are saying like when you're finally at a place where you can give someone love and you're ready to like share these experiences with someone else. And it sounds like a lot of people agree that it's this feeling of like almost like communion. I, that's not my problem. It's like, I'm so okay with that because I have like a codependent background. Oh. I, codependency is very relevant in several people, but especially kids of alcoholic parents. And we grew up in a, in a cloud over our heads of just like making sure everything was safe in the house, making sure you were on your behavior. So nobody lashed out on you and just tiptoeing eggshells. Like if I could really summarize codependency, that's a way bigger subject than that. So to me, I'm like overly confident in my ability to like coexist with another human mm. and make sure everything's safe and sound. And like, I'm really good at that. My problem is I need to like put it back in myself. Right. So maybe I should have phrased this Instagram question a little bit differently because that is a lot of the the entries here, but I'll still read some just in case you are on the other side of this, which is just as valid. God, this one doesn't help. I'm a strong believer that we never get over our first love, but they spell R, A-R-E instead of like our. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Ooh. Hit me. When you don't react to the same triggers that used to cause your heart to close. Whoa. Ooh, we didn't even talk about our heart closing. <sighs> closing time. That's a good one. Yeah. That's that's an element of that that confidence you get when you heal. Right. Like properly. my past isn't gonna affect me anymore. Yep. That's a good one. That one that one Wow. What do you think some of your triggers are besides codependency? Oh god, that honestly is really big one but um i don't know <laughs> i don't know that that's just like so in my forefront of my head right now right. i would need to think about that one a little bit more so i'll get back to you guys on that one okay what about you do you can you think of any that's one i need to like sit on I need to like journal that one trust 
Trust. Yeah. yeah. Trust. Um, like losing individuality. I that's that's probably a fear that I still have is getting into relationship and losing parts of myself. Yeah. I know that's like a common outcome, but I think it's one of those fears that are so strong that it won't happen for mm-hmm. me. Like yeah. it's so like I think I'm so like hyper aware of it now because of how much I lost myself. Right. Last time. Yeah. It's now a standard that like the people in my life, romantic or not, are like complimenting and um respect you for who you are rather yes. than like and like encourage my behavior. Right. <laughs> encourage but like actually, I mean encourage my anarchy. Literally. <laughs> literally. Like nobody's trying to change me. Right. And you know what? Um that just sparked a thought. My mom and my dad just recently had their thirty four no. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, like 34 wedding anniversary. And I asked my mom, what's the secret to your guys' relationship? Oh. And her only answer was, I've never tried to change your dad. Mm-hmm. We don't try and change each other. That's so fucking cool. And that's like, I never thought something so simple would be literally the answer to love. Yeah. And I thought back on my past relationship, a relationship that I was in for years and I dead ass thought we would get married. And all we did was try and change each other. Exactly. That's all we did. He tried to change me. I tried to change him. Mm-hmm. And like, of so, course it's not going to work. It's like, instead of just realizing it's not a match, you're like, no, no, no. We could do alter this. things. And like, yes, you can work on relationships, but there's some things that like, you're not, you're trying to shape a whole different human being. Don't be with them at that point. Yep. It's ridiculous. You're not in love with them. You're in love with who you can make them. Yep. You just want to like have a companion. Right. Because you just, you're scared to lose them now, but you're evolving, but you're not evolving together. So you're trying to just pull each other to the other side when it's like, hey, it might just be expired now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This one is a like a really long response. I'm not sure if you mean love in general or in a romantic relationship. Love in general. I believe the heart is always ready for a wholehearted life, meaning the heart is always ready to give, receive love from everything, family, friendship, hobbies, job, food, nature, etc. For me, love is myself and my God. I want to live a life where my choices are always rooted from love. In a relationship, I believe that a heart is ready for love when it stops looking for love slash approval slash recognition outside or in another person and starts giving it to itself. When you realize everything you think you need from a partner or what a partner could give you is inside of you already, then you can give it to yourself. It's That's when the universe knows you are complete and sends your way not another half, but another whole to enjoy life together as wholes i wrote that i wrote this in my journal recently i thank life for the dark days because without them i wouldn't have realized that everything i needed was not on the outside but inside of me oh that person's heart forward yeah that makes sense yeah see i mean even in like the way of like, can i fucking <laughs> put this way the way i've talked about this whole subject is like i i know it's it's probably very obvious how much like lack of trust i have in my judgment here mm. i'm doubting everything yeah and i need to i need to just trust trust it but like trust myself like i i know it's out there but i need to trust myself that i'm worthy of it that it'll come and you'll recognize it yeah You'll ch- you need I to trust need that to you'll trust recognize myself. it. myself. I wrote that. Um, I wrote, let me just read it verbatim. Uh, these are just like notes. I wrote, wear my heart on my sleeve, be who I am, and everything else will manifest around me in the way that it's supposed to. And then I wrote, fun to be a flirt, put my all into it. <laughs> what do you mean? Fun to be a flirt. Um, I don't know. I just wrote it. 
<laughs> it's cute. It's just cute. No, I think I just meant that like that it I mean, going back to the confidence that you feel and knowing that it's all in you and the love is in you and trusting that it's all in you and you just be yourself, not willing to change for anyone, not trying to change anyone and recognizing those connections with people and everything else will come to you in the way that it's, I don't know how else to put it. Like everything that is there is meant to be there. And I actually wrote down when I had said, um, like romanticizing these connections and relationships with people, realizing that nothing's random. Right. And I think that helps out with our trust mm -hmm. in ourselves. Because then you're like, well, it's here. So it's, 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 it's got to be meant to be. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of having another little bit of epiphany right now. Ooh, when you were uh -huh. saying that. Yeah. Uh -huh. I feel like, at least for me, I'm so focused outwardly and like I'm so focused on like analyzing things around me and what they mean and why they're here and helping others like uh, my energy moves outward a lot so mm. just like imagine like arrows point out 360 all the way around me right that energy as much as I like am fulfilled by it it's not fulfilling it's, you it's pushing other things around me I'm literally creating a force field around myself where yeah. other nothing else can penetrate me because I'm so like no I got you I got you you, you need help like oh like I, I throw myself outward so much my focus focus my job my everything like I always want to help other people and I don't ever want to lose that part of me but it's I need to make space mm -hmm. to like also let other things come in and like let it ebb and flow and like right and that's when you'll start feeling the love back in your life because I'll actually fucking let it in yeah hmm. I love that yeah okay <laughs> adding that to the list I will say a lot of these responses are people saying like when if you don't focus on it is when it comes to you mm. and that that's kind of what we're saying like when you're just when you're not focused outwardly you're it allows things to come in yeah I agree I think that is more specific towards like a specific person coming into people's lives I think people say that often like they always come into your life when you're not out like searching for it yeah but I will say that I like very consciously after my birthday and I had expressed that I was feeling very lonely and I was, my heart wasn't open and it was in a very dark place. I like very consciously worked on opening my heart and I was focusing on it. So it's hard for me to like be like, yeah, don't think about it. And then your heart will be open. Oh no. I mean, well, that's exactly it. You were focusing on you. Oh, got you. Like and your not, energy was going within you. Got you. Like, okay. Finding that thing. Yeah. I like that was a really big aha moment for me. That. Um, we can, I actually, I saved this so we can end on a lighter note. Uh, I found a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> Lovely. I'm always, I am such a supporter of BuzzFeed quiz. I think they fully I tell. I think they're true. <laughs> they're so true and they fully tell everything about your life. I'm going to text you it right now. Okay. The title of it is, are you ready for a serious relationship? Our love calculator knows the answer. Love is in the air. Maybe. Okay, so we'll just go through these questions. We can say our answers. First question is, what's your current relationship status? Single, casually dating, in a relationship, married, it's complicated, other, single. Okay, interesting, because I'm saying casually dating. No, you should. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you happy with the way your love life is going? <laughs> no. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, Over 50. Age ranges, <laughs> 26 to 33. Where do you see yourself in five years? Finishing school, working on your career, getting married, having kids. Getting married, I hope. Working on your career. <laughs> what do you look for in a, in a partner? Appearance, intelligence, sense of humor, spontaneity, stability, 
loyalty. Literally all of these. Literally all of these. If I, if I had to pick one, sense of humor. I want to laugh when I'm 85. I'm going to say I'm between intelligence or stability. Stability. What's your love language? Words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, quality time, receiving gifts. Mine changes. Acts of service. It's hard to pick one because you can argue, feel them all in different mm-hmm. aspects. but And I noticed mine changes with my partner. For sure. But I will say words of affirmation. How would you describe yourself? Empathetic, relaxed, adventurous, analytical, generous, reliable, or driven? Analytical. Analytical. <laughs> <laughs> what do you struggle with? Trust, confidence, intimacy, communication, compromise, patience. I want to say either patience or trust. Yeah, I kind of struggle with all these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, these are so like basic. I'm going to say trust because trust my trusting myself. Okay, that's a good one. It's relevant. Um, patience. You want a partner who mm. listens, always offers a solution. Hell no. Dotes and shows affection, fuels your creativity, mm. gives you your space, challenges you. Challenges me. Challenges me. Which of the Hot. following do you find the most romantic? A candlelit dinner, a walk in the park, dancing, a quiet night at home, drinks and a show. Most romantic? I'm going to say candlelit dinner. Food is everything. Yeah. Yeah. A, qu- a candlelit dinner. Choose something sensual. Massage oil, wine, roses, bubble bath, chocolate, or jazz. Mm. <laughs> jazz. I like almost want to say jazz. It's very, um, it sets the tone for me. Let's say music in general. Yeah. Not I, wine. I want to say roses only because I think flowers, but I don't like roses. Mm-mm. I like lilies if you're ever going to buy me flowers, guys. Um, so I'm going to just say that, though, because it's like flowers. I'm going to say jazz. What are you like in bed? Abstinent slash not having sex at the moment. Dominant and direct. Passionate and emotional. Submissive and shy. Nervous and awkward. Receptive and tender. Other. Nervous and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to do abstinent, not having sex at the moment. Passionate and emotional. What is an instant turnoff? Poor hygiene. Crude humor. I love the word crude. Crude. <laughs> arrogance. Bad attitude. Entitlement. God, arrogance and entitlement. God, these are all really bad. Poor hygiene. I like uh, a good sweaty man. I, but. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say arrogance. I'll say entitlement. True or false? You'd do anything for love. Uh false no false literally just said don't change yourself (laughs) have you had a serious relationship before yes Yes. or no how would you describe your family they're everything a little broken but resilient complicated not very present in your life they're not part of the equation at all uh complicated complicated how would your friends describe you mature fun loving supportive messy balanced how would you describe (laughs) me um supportive i would for you messy what literally no way supportive i was pausing because those all just like are like the zodiac signs like those are literally oh yeah what's your favorite part of dating meeting someone new the chase the first kiss long talks getting to know each other physical chemistry or finding cute date spots meeting someone new uh long talks getting to know each other how do you feel about dating apps love them they're not bad i feel like i have to be on them to meet someone i'm indifferent I hate them or I don't use them. I hate them seems a little intense, yeah. but I do dislike them. And I'm like, I'm going to say I just, I don't use them. They're not bad. They're not bad. 
How do you feel about the phrase opposites attract? Uh, I'm going to say, or sorry, let me read the things. It says not true, definitely true, or they may attract at first, but there's no future there. These are so like polar. Yeah. I'm pretty neutral about this one, but I do lean not true. Oh, really? Personally, yeah. In my experience. They may attract at first. No, that's so aggressive. No, it's like, shut it down. Right. Uh, Not true. Are you still in touch with any of your exes? You don't have any exes. Yes, frequently, barely, or not at all. Not at all. Not at all. When you have a crush on someone, how do you handle it? I tell them and ask how they feel about me. I work on befriending them. I flirt and hope they notice. I avoid them or I get a friend to investigate for me. Um, befriending? I, I, that's a, this is a weird one. I work on befriending. Yeah. Just like, I just work on the friendship. It's just like getting to know them. Yeah. How does social media play a role in your relationships? I post about my relationship and expect my partner to do the same. I will post about them some and hope they post me too, but it isn't a huge deal. I would put a strain on a relationship if my partner never addressed me on social media. I don't care about social media and probably won't post. I purposely keep Mm -hmm. my relationships off social media. I'm going to choose that last one. I don't know. These are, we have a whole social media episode. Right. With relationships. So go watch that. Um, I'll do the, uh, I will post about them some and hope they post me too, but it's not a huge deal. Yep. What is the best way for someone to ask you out over text in private through a big public display of affection or with a gift. I mean, if we're just trying to like hang out, you just text me. Yeah. Like, you don't need to like flash mob. Right. <laughs> I'll say over text. I, I kind of like with a gift, like give me something. But like, it's just, it's, it's not, it's, it's not sustainable. It's the only way to do it. Right. But yes, um, that would be nice. Over text. What's the key to any good relationship? Physical chemistry, communication, compromise, laughter, or trust? Trust. I'm going to say communication. They're all important, but when is it appropriate to tell a partner you love them for the first time? As soon as you feel it, after you've been together exclusively for more than a few months, after a few dates, after a year, or after they say it first? After a few dates. (laughs) Date one. Should I tell this guy I love him? Just do it. Hit him with the (laughs) L-O-B-E. As Uh, soon as you feel it. Yeah, as soon as you feel it. Do you feel like you're ready for a serious relationship? (laughs) Yes, no, or not sure? Yes. Nar. Okay, we got our answers. What's yours? Okay. Um, You may not think you're ready, but you are. You may be going back and forth on this, but I'm here to tell you that you're more ready than you think you are. Don't rush into things, but don't run as soon as things get, in quotes, real. Keep maturing and growing as your own person, but don't don't shut down love out of fear. That's love a, that. Exact answer I got. Oh, really? Yep. Well, well, there you go. So I guess, fuck this episode. <laughs> I'm ready for love. You're going to find your boyfriend. Tonight at the bowling alley. Oh my god! Probably. It's gonna be like the guy working in the back, like rearranging, like doing the cleaning the shit. shoes. Yep. If it, did we just manifest something? Like wash her and walk it. I don't know. It's gonna be cute too. What's it gonna look like? Uh, hopefully Pete Davidson. Mm, he is Pete Davidson. No, he like he works, works there now. Yeah. Like probably. Probably. <laughs> waiting for that day. That's when I'll be open to love. This was fun. This was a this. I don't know if I use the word fun, okay. but it was it something. I had fun. No, honestly, I do appreciate the mood we were in going into this episode. Yeah. I think being giggly and like happy really helped. We went heart first. We went heart first in this fucking heart, episode. Heart forward. Please so, just, yeah. just try to be a little heart forward yeah. Um, in some situations. Like if you feel, I don't know, I started consciously like, like for example, going out and 
meeting like new people. I remember when we first moved here, we'd be like, let's just meet friends tonight. Mm -hmm. I started to apply that same feeling to like everything I did. Yeah. And just like excitement. This we only have one life. Yeah. Live it up. YOLO. Gotta just like fake it till you make it. I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now. But there's also nothing wrong with that. That's very much like oh, yeah. an I'm okay way to approach life. Big supporter of fake it till you make it. It creates a habit. Mm-hmm. And that's like the root of everything. It's just creating a good foundation. So it's like uh, life imitating art and art imitating life. That's a really good episode that we did yeah. earlier this season. Or was that last season? It was last season. We did season two. It was a no, good episode though. It was here. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So earlier this season, we did it. Really good episode. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. today's episode. It, it felt good to, at the bare minimum, get y'all up to some, speed yeah. to where I'm at emotionally. It felt weird not telling you guys, like I was saying. So uh, as always, I do hope that the things we go through help you guys too. Even just knowing that you're not alone in it. Uh, we don't have everything figured out as much as I wish every episode had an answer to every like question brought up in the beginning this This one does not no it's more so just like an open conversation with you guys yep and an open conversation that i actually really look forward to seeing your comments and your responses and our follow-up episode for patreon where we can just keep talking about this more because it's an evergreen subject so please send help please let me know if you've been in similar situations or where you're at in your situation i think just Awareness and insight of all perspectives of the subject is going to help us all. So let us know where you're at. Are you in love? Is love even real? Did you get in a relationship when you when your heart wasn't open and then the relationship opened your heart? Ah. Like, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Because, like, that, I was actually talking to Kaya about this the other day. She was like, don't you think there's a part of you? Oh, God, when she said this, I was like, fuck, Kaya, don't give me that perspective. <laughs> She's like you trust and you feel safe with this person. Don't you think there's a part of you that can like get through this with him? Mm. And then I was like, shut up. Cause yes, I do think people can help heal you, but me as an individual that will trigger codependency so quick. And that is, you're going to help me through this. Oh my God. Okay. Now we're, now you're you're one. Yep. And like, I can't do that. And we don't live in the same zip code. So but yeah, that's another perspective that's very true and valid and healthy for other people with other boundaries. So I'd right. love to hear those perspectives too. Get the conversation going. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate us whatever, rate us five stars, unless you don't think it's five stars worthy. Be honest, leave a review. Nonetheless, it helps us out a lot. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and turn on your notifications. And again, leave comments. Let's Let's talk in the comments below. Let's Let's learn a little something. Other than that, Patreon episode Friday. If you're on Patreon, send in little messages. Let's keep the conversation Let's going talk about love. Um, and we don't say it enough, but if you don't know, we do have a Patreon, and it's you can join anytime. It's not just the people. I feel like we address Patreon people as like a crowd. That's like sorry, doors closed. Doors closed. But like also like join Patreon if you moment. if you join if you're a new joiner 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 you get um. All of our past episodes. It's not like you just like jump in and then you get moving forward. You're going to have every Friday episode from season two since we started. There's like hundreds there at this point. So yes, that is always um, linked down below. Patreon.com slash advice podcast. Fun stuff. But yeah, we'll talk to Patreon people on Friday. We'll talk to you guys next Monday. Have a great week. Have a good week. And just 
Heart forward. I was just going to say that. Go into this week, heart forward. I'll try. Love that. We'll see what happens. We should put like a little post-it note on our front door as a reminder. That's cute. Maybe it needs to be bigger though. I'll get a Etch-a-Sketch. Poster board. Let's do Let's an paint the door. Etch-a-Sketch? <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. No, say it. I was going to suggest actually painting the door, but then we rent this place. So no. Okay. But what, we could, what if we put like pretty paper on her? Like not this paper, but like paper that we can remove. Wallpaper. Yeah. Okay. On our door? I don't know. We would have to do that whole wall. That would be cool to do that wall. So the door just like didn't look like it was there. <laughs> I know. I think I'd freak out. I'd yeah. get like Stockholm syndrome. Also, I noticed we're the only apartment that still has our wreath on our door. We should probably take it down. Oh, <laughs> nah. It helps me know when I get on the elevator. No, me too. Because <laughs> our, when you go to the elevator, like our hall looks the same on both sides. Yeah. And like, and like so our elevator, you could get off. You guys don't fucking care. Yes, they do. This is why they're listening. <laughs> you can get off. There's elevators on both sides of the hallway. So like sometimes, sometimes it's on your left. Sometimes it's on your right. Right. When you step out and it helps me be like, oh, okay. That's how it is. So we're going to keep a wreath up. But everybody else, take it down. It's not Ooh, Valentine's anymore. Day is coming up. We should. This should have been Perfect. our Valentine's Day episode. But we have so long. I know. We'll do another one. Maybe by Valentine's Day, I will be healed. Right. You'll be healed. I'll probably be in a relationship. Just you kidding. think? No. <laughs> no. We'll see. No. No, never mind. She's not going to be in a relationship. All right. Love you guys. Look at the wires between my toes. Cool, huh? Have a good week. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> love we you. We got to go. I got to go bowl. I need to go eat. Love you. Bye. Bye.